millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, Trashlings, and welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Malshine, and we are talking today about the astrology behind the couple that is not really sweeping the nation, but definitely being written about a lot. They're strumming on the road. They are strumming on the road. Taylor Swift and is it Maddie Healy? We're calling a grown man Maddie. Can we just call him Matt? I know. Can we please? Matthew, uh, let's call Matt. him Matt. Yeah, I'd like to call him Matt. Like okay. Maddie? Ugh. It's, it's just the, the younger brother from Father of the Bride. Yeah, like, and for for example... My friend, I have a friend, Madi. It's not Maddie. It's Madi. And that's because his name is Modest Yahoo. So like Madi as a nickname for Modest Yahoo, adult. Maddie for a nickname for Matthew, unacceptable. Yeah. No. Uh, Little like, Maddie. I just, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's really, that's actually so like tacky. It, I hate yeah. it. I hate it. <laughs> Grow up. Grow up. Yeah. Maddie is the name of a guy who is going to put way too, he's going to put way too much energy into his Instagram and he's <laughs> going to cheat on you. Like, I just... Yeah, a grown man like, that calls himself Maddie. Nobody I told knows- you I'd be out late at the skate park. Right. Nobody knows how serious this relationship is or isn't. Um, we know they've been spotted together a few times. They've been spotted holding hands. They were spotted together previously. Um, they kind of have been linked together on and off for years. It's kind of giving a little bit more of like a fuck buddy energy. Um, which is fine. I, I have always said, I think the worst part of being, I don't, I don't like it when famous people complain about being famous. I think it's very easy not to be famous. I do it every day, but mm-hmm. when the one thing that I do feel <laughs> bad for famous people is they, they, like, I think you hook up with someone once you tell your friends somehow their makeup artist or someone leaks it. And then all of a sudden there are stories in us weekly saying that you're dating. It must be the most embarrassing thing in the world when you, yeah, have a right. one you, night- can't, you can't just like fucking peace. Right. Like you can't have like a one night stand or have, or be That's like real. in a talking phase. That's true. If it leaks, it immediately becomes they're dating. So that just must be the most painful, awkward thing. It's like, it's like having your mom tell a guy you've hooked up with once that she's heard you talk about him so much times 9,000. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I do think that this is what's going on with them. Obviously Taylor, uh, she broke up with Joe Alwyn. Um, Yeah. They broke up and now she's been spotted with this guy. So before we get into the astrology, which Sarah Armour, astrologer to the stars, she's going to guide us through it. It me. We just need to read some of the controversies about this guy. Can we also do just a quick timeline of the relationship? Because I feel like there were some significant moments that I had no idea who even is this guy, but from 2014. I don't even know. Honestly, I think the people that are listening to this are going to know. Okay, I so think the- you guys tell us, join the Patreon and let us know. Yeah, patreon.com. Who's the beginning of this? 
Space Trash podcast. Yeah. He's been linked. They've been linked to each other a few times. Like, oh my God, he he left Irish fans shocked earlier this year when he stated that the Irish are a simple people while performing in Dublin. So he's sort of a douche is the thing. What a douche. He got, so this was on the marysue.com. Um, I'm going to read, these are some of his controversies. Something with Black Lives Matter. Jesus Christ. Of course. Yeah. Racist allegations against Healy first surfaced in 2020 after he posted an insensitive tweet about Black Lives Matter just days after the murder of George Floyd. He took to Twitter to share his perspective, writing, if you truly believe that all lives matter, you need to stop facilitating the end of black ones, which makes sense. He's saying if you're because all those people that were saying all lives matter, he's like, if you actually think that, then you have to care about black black lives. people. What drew criticism was his decision to include a link to the 1975 song, Love It If We Made It, in the tweet. Twitter users quickly pointed out how inappropriate (laughs) it was for him to try to promote one of his songs using the Black Lives Matter movement. That's hilarious, actually. And in a way, like, of course, he's intimidated by Taylor. Like, she knows what he's going for and just would have done it cooler. But like, lol, 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 they're kind of a match already. (laughs) I was going to say she would have done it in a much more graceful way. Like, I mean, what what was the album rollout for not me? It was the single after me where she... Oh, what is it where she's like, um, we're allowed to wear dresses or something like, you know, yeah, that yeah, yeah. like um, LGBT pride song. You know what I'm talking about? But that's essentially the same. It's it's essentially a much more graceful way of sort of co-opting a movement for your own benefit. Not that you don't believe in it, but you are making money off of it. So like, yeah, you're, you're like match made in heaven. So. Upon receiving backlash, again, this is from the MarySue.com, Healy deleted the tweet and posted another claiming he had only included the song because the lyrics touch on racism and other issues in modern society. He followed it with another tweet with a link to the song. (laughs) He then deactivated Twitter. Damn. It's like, it is a funny thing to do. It also is. It's insensitive. And 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 he's insensitive. Yeah. Hyper-capitalistic. In an interview, he continued to defend his tweet, claiming he only made half a pence for every YouTube view of the song. (laughs) Lol. Okay, so now we're getting into his anti-Irish crimes. He met a young woman, an Irish woman named Dervla, and she, that's an Irish name. She told him her name and he said, what? It sounds like something you move gravel with. Okay, that's actually just a not cool way to hang out in general. Right. Some tried to defend his comment as British humor. And it's like, oh, what? Making fun of the languages that you wiped out when you colonized people's countries? Like, lol, making fun of the Irish as British humor is maybe the darkest joke we've heard so far. (laughs) What What a Freudian slip. He also left Irish fans shocked earlier this year, like I said, when he stated that the Irish are a simple people while performing in Dublin. This guy, like you said, is British. Like, British people, like... No, you don't get to have banter with Irish people in which you make fun of their names and call them a simple people. Like you are literally the oppressor. Go like, stop. Right. It's like, yeah, I don't even have to say it. We all know what I'm thinking. Yeah. British people don't learn that in school, though, to be fair. They do not learn about anything they did to any countries in school. So what? They have no idea. They have no idea about the war in Northern Ireland that was happening while we were alive. They don't learn about any of this stuff. Do the Germans know about the Holocaust? I think so, but I've met an alarming number of Germans while living in Europe who say that it was overblown or exaggerated. No. Oh, no, 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 no. I know. (laughs) 
but that's a whole different story. Okay. No the criticism of him that I had seen was when he goes into the crowd and starts Frenching people, like his fans. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. That's assault. Video, yeah, in the video, some fa- well, we need to see, I mean, there are times, like for instance, there's a Robbie Williams video where he pulls a girl up on stage and they start making out and groping each other and she's clearly very into it, like, which you can argue that that's okay, but then these videos, like, okay, in the video, some fans try to touch Healy's face and he responds by sucking on their fingers. That is so disgusting. Dude. Like, people's fingers are so dirty. I can attest to that. Yeah. The bizarre moment was cut short by a security guard ushering the singer away, but it wasn't the first time he sparked controversy by locking lips with fans during the band's concerts. He also ate raw meat while performing in New York. I mean, who hasn't eaten raw meat in New York? It's called steak tartare. That's not that. I thing. just think it's gross. You can see all the dust in the air. It's like, I wouldn't want my sashimi like in contact with that much dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's- this says Healy did ask for consent before locking lips with his fans. And one woman involved even defended him from the backlash. Singers kissing fans isn't totally unheard of. Elvis Presley has done the same. In the- yeah, let's go back to the 1950s to find a great example of... <laughs> He people are like Elvis. Amounts of consent. Mm-hmm. Him and his 14-year-old child bride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, it's a rather overused <laughs> act that still comes across as creepy. Who wrote this? Healy's actions were especially odd considering he spoke Wait, out. Also, an overused act, meaning what? That he's overusing it? Or is like it's just you can't call it like weird and creepy if it's also overused. Yeah, it's it's not overused. It's not overused. Yeah. It's it's a big choice. But this is a good sentence. Healy's actions were especially are considering he spoke out in September last year about feeling sexualized by the band's fans. Wait, he felt sexualized. Yes. But also if this was a woman, like if this was Charlie XCX saying she felt sexualized and then going out and Frenching guys, we'd be like, hell yeah. So I don't know. Wait, I mean, wait, I think- wait, wait, wait. No, I just feel like I just feel like we're missing tone here a little bit. Like I would like to hear it in an interview or something, because it's like if you're building your act around making out with the audience, you're sexualizing yourself. And if they're not sexualizing you right back, something is very wrong. They should be sexualizing. That's what you're doing. Yeah. So, OK, now we get to the goods. While biz- or the bads, as it were, Maddie Healy went on the Adam Friedman show Freeland show formerly known as come town no yeah while bizarre healy's onstage behavior isn't nearly as much of an issue as his racist and sexist comments on the adam friedland podcast i cannot you guys yeah so sarah knows him he was my comedy husband yeah adam's my junior missus yeah so maddie healy went on the adam friedland show formerly known as come town um and it says Those comments marked a turning point in which his behavior could no longer be excused as being satire and attention-seeking and illustrated a need for fans and colleagues to reevaluate their connections and support of him. This is a really weirdly written story. I can't believe they write it. I don't know, but okay. That guy loved Don't Worry Darling. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Listen to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. We have a very honest review of Don't Worry Darling and Funny Girl this week. Not so funny. Patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. But anyway, back to this. So what did he say on the Adam Friedland show? Uh, The three men mocked Ice Spice, the rapper, and Healy laughed as Friedland and Mullen mimicked Chinese and Hawaiian accents. (laughs) The robber's singer also recalled an NSFW story about masturbating to brutalize women. Masturbating to brutalize women. What does that mean? Do they mean to brutalized women, women who have been brutalized? I believe what they mean is um, 
brutal, hardcore sex scenes with black women. Okay. And it's so they meant brutalized. Um, violent sex. Right. Okay. So this they this is a typo. It doesn't make any sense the way they wrote it, but Healy later apologized to Ice Spice on stage, saying in part, I don't want Ice Spice to think I'm a dick. I love you, Ice Spice. I'm so sorry. What did he say? He didn't uh, directly address other controversial comments from the podcast. This is also just like Adam and Nick's humor. Like, it's so funny that this is the podcast that everyone's really upset about. It's like what they do is push it and also accents. Also, like it says in the MarySue.com, they ended their story saying that it wasn't satire, but it's like you might not like it. It is in poor taste for sure. Yeah, it is satire. Okay, I'm looking on Stereo Gum now to try to get a better idea of what actually they said on the podcast. Maddie Healy sparked controversy over a podcast interview in which he and the host appear to mock a variety of international accents. Um, Nick Mullen <laughs> made derogatory comments about women. I mean, news at 12 and mocked Scottish, Chinese, Japanese, and Hawaiian accents. I mean, this is what the show is. To be fair, the show, it is like really, I mean, I've listened to it before. Even for me, I have a pretty high tolerance of offensive comedy. It can be a tough listen. You really, you really have to be, and I didn't listen to the Maddie Healy episode yet, but like you do have to be on board with just like suspending your morals and what you like you you have to be you have to be like these guys are not being serious they're going out of their way to be as offensive as possible the whole podcast is very trolly and it's definitely i mean something that if you are dating taylor swift and you're that level of famous you like i can't believe taylor knows who nick and adam are that is really funny but like he like this is the kind of thing that like any publicist would be like do not touch that podcast with a 10-foot pole like there is absolutely no need for you to go on this but like you would go on were they dating were taylor and him like i think that's the question it's like i don't think he went on there thinking like he wasn't on there as taylor swift's boyfriend or not we didn't even know right it was before that but they've hooked up before like they've or they've been spotted together before so like he is kind of having this thing where he's dipping a toe into like the super pop star like news cycle and he's trying to get this sort of comedy underground troll street cred and it'll be interesting to watch it play out and see what like you you can't have both things at once or maybe you can I mean John Mayer tries to have both the guy the drummer from the Black Keys tries to have both neither of them are super successful at it so I don't know I don't think he's trying to have anything. The Adam Friedland show decided to start becoming a, a talk show where they would book guests. Maddie and Adam are friends. He was being one of Adam's guests that he booked because they're booking guests for the first time. Yeah, but and you he's, still a, he's a big go, name. But you still go through in your head, what are the pluses and minuses of doing this? What is this podcast? How's it going to affect my... Like if you have a... Especially if he has a publicist, which I'm sure he does. Like I think he loves it though. I think that's kind of his... But he wants that to be part of his public image as well. Yeah. He, he wants to be... He wants people to think he's funny. He wants people to think he's a troll. Like that's why he went on it. And he's a Nepo baby. Oh, is he? Yeah. His mom, I think is like some famous British actress. Okay, well, let me Google it. I don't think he's trying to do anything. I think that he is a Nepo baby in a band that's successful enough that he doesn't feel like a loser. But otherwise, he is just like a a reckless, wild, rich guy who's like, you know what I mean? Like his band just doesn't suck. Okay, it says. But I've never heard of them. I don't know them either. Like, I, I don't I don't know. It's okay. He's the child of Newcastle legends, actors Denise Welch and Tim Healy. 
I mean, they're only le- if they're legends in Newcastle. This is from NewcastleWorld.com. <laughs> I mean, this is like what is Newcastle? It's like a it's like there's a Newcastle reality show called Geordie Shore. It's like the Jersey Whoa. Shore of because, like this is like saying I'm a nepo baby because your people, dad works like, for the Star Ledger, <laughs> right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I tried to watch a few interviews like that were on YouTube. He's like, fame was never interesting to me because like I was just famous my whole life because of like, who my mom is and like I don't know how my accent's doing, but like that was his whole like shtick. Like that's what he was yeah. saying in the interview. Like I was always famous. I've actually tried in so many ways to like stay more, you know, anonymous. I'm not the lead singer of the band. It's the 1975. It's I'm it's not about me, but like I can't help but be noticed because okay. my parents are so successful. She's on Coronation Street. And Holly Oaks, and she goes on the British version of The View, Loose Women. So she is famous oh. here. Okay. And having a parent, like, I feel like the 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 big debate that's been happening a lot is like, oh, if if someone crosses industries with Nepo baby parents, it doesn't count. Like, if they were actors and you got into music, mm. it doesn't count. But it absolutely counts. I of think. course, it counts. Um, Malia and Sasha Obama are Nepo babies. They're in writers' right. rooms because their parents are the Obamas. No matter what industry they go into, right. they're Nepo a thousand like, percent. Yeah. So if you have parents who are rich or famous in any way, like you have a leg up. Let's. I mean, we need to close the book on that. But anyway, yeah. okay. Uh, I found a I found a Twitter thread of somebody who was very offended by the Adam Friedland show, <laughs> and. They compiled the worst moments. They said the first thing out of Maddie's mouth after the introductions was, how big is your dick? So he's trying so hard to look like a cool comedy guy. A bunch of absolute nonsense about women and periods and the moon and <laughs> tides. I want to hear that. If they're... I'm Lilith. Yeah, she's uh, a weird, weird racist melange about Inuit and Hawaiian people. The cringe of Maddie admitting to DMing and being ignored by Ice Spice and Doja Cat, which is funny. Oh, so he was saying that Ice Spice curved him. Them. That's funny. Um, Let's see. He says they've got child. I don't want to even say it out loud because it will get. <laughs> it's not good for the algorithm, but something about. Balenciaga. Um, yeah, exactly. Let's say it's Balenciaga adjacent. And then Maddie says, shout out. And this fan says, what the actual fuck? So he's trying to be an edgelord. That's what, that's what, that's what the show is. Edgelord comedy. And like, Literally. he's trying to be an edgelord. Um, impressions of Japanese people working in concentration camps. That's, yeah. You know, it's right. funny. I spent a lot of years being like, I miss my friends. Why did they get famous without me? And now I'm like, I, yeah, it's so good. I wasn't there. It's so good. I'm not there. This is not this. I forgive you. I love you. I miss you. You guys needed to do this. And I I absolutely would not be would not be the right person to do it with. Yeah. This person goes, you do realize this was all a joke, right? The literal point of the podcast is over the top scathing satire of culture. Maddie wasn't being serious because the podcast never is. And this woman writes back good satire punches up, not down. I don't think that's a requirement, not a requirement of satire. I'm sorry. Are you the satire professor? Okay, cutie. According to who? Yeah. According to this person who is like, a who just is on Stan Twitter. You know, what right. I mean? like, no, yeah. satire, good satire does not have to punch up. It can absolutely punch down. Absolutely. A thousand percent. Like it's allowed. I, I just think also, this is my favorite phenomenon, which you usually would see in conservatives, but people on the left are starting to do it as well, which is like, let me pull out the most salacious parts of something so that we can all be offended together. It's like, if it's truly offensive, 
why are you signal boosting it by pulling it out and making a much more easily consumable Twitter thread about it? Like, if you really think this is such bad material that is going to people hearing it is going to make the world worse, don't talk about it. Like we like this person did this for the clout, for the likes, the retweets. Like it's like I know this is bad. I'm going to say it again, and it's bad. It's like don't say it again. Right. But just don't say it a fucking again. You're doing the same thing as the edgelord guys. You're just, you're the other side of the coin of it. It's like this movie sex scene is so terrible and offensive. Let's all watch it. You know, it's like, tell us you want to watch the sex scene. It's okay if you just want to watch the sex scene. It's okay if you just want to listen to Come Town. You can listen to it. Yeah, but okay. you know what? It's not, and but no, something I meant to tell you last week, real quick. This is reminding me of. There's all these like tabloid uh, headlines reading Jen and Ben. They, people keep wanting Jen and Ben to be in some fight. So I watched this video where like Jen slams the door in Jennifer's face, the car door. First of all, the fact so he wa- they're walking together. He opens the car door for her, which is maybe the most romantic thing I've seen in my life so far god forbid a man opened the car door for me ever how nice i don't have to get my my manicure oiled up and then he slams the door i have been known everybody i've I've, i'm a door slammer i think it comes from my fear of being hit by an airplane if my limbs were out the window we've talked about that before but i i think he was actually i think everything that he does that he's romantically providing for her the country is reading as violent abuse i think he slams the door for safety i don't think he was slamming it in her face and i just i've been wanting to say that i think jen and ben are great i know it is weird how everyone's reading into every interaction and trying to say that they're fighting but i did think like and i retweeted there was this one picture of them fighting and it was like context needed you know when twitter adds the little context thing and it's like people think that they're having an argument Mint, but they were only having a conversation. And I'm like, was this context agree- uh, edition written by my ex abuse, emotionally abusive boyfriend? Like, we're not arguing. We're not arguing. This like- is how we talk in my family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. It looks like. The- Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Arguing, his finger is in her face. I would offer it. They're actually just Leos. Yeah, they are just Leos. But okay, let's get into this. Um, let's get into the astrology. Now that we've got the backstory, this is why all the Swifties are angry because they feel that this guy is unworthy of her because he laughed. He was on Comtown. I can't believe that at Edgelord humor. Yeah, it's crazy though. Um, okay, so you want to take a little guessy guess? From what you know so far, 
oh, Pisces is the troll of the Zodiac. And this guy, like, he, he kind of, like, I think he wants to be a troll. He really wants people to think he's funny and interesting and, and, and edgy. And he falls flat. He every really time. does. I really he, get that impression as well. Like making fun of someone's name, saying Irish people are simple. Like he really thinks your, he's funny. He really thinks he's funny. Yeah. But I don't think he is like, I don't think he is sucking people's fingers. is just absolutely disgusting. So, so rich that there are no consequences. Yeah. Knowing that he's a rich kid really makes it changes changes things yeah that that does oh it's gonna be famous either way and talk about a re a, a, an opposite of joe allen i'm too famous for my own good without even right. doing nothing yeah so like i don't know so like i said like you've told me and showed throughout years of podcasting about astrology pisces mm. is the troll of the zodiac but mm-hmm. he, he's a wannabe troll so i don't know maybe he's mm-hmm. like a pisces north node or something oh so like, what would be a wannabe? He, I think he could probably have some Aries in there because his he he's just spitting out these not even half formed jokes that are just the lowest common denominator stupid shit. So I think he's got to have some Aries. Um, I think he's got to have some Leo because he just seems. I mean, I've never like we've neither of us knows any of their songs. We only know him because of his insistence on being famous because he's just feels that it's his due uh i only know him from taylor swift's new boyfriend right and we know him because of taylor swift so aries leo gemini those are the biggest vibes i'm getting from him did you look us up beforehand i didn't i didn't molly you nailed it north node pisces first thing you said sun aries wow taurus moon taurus rich guy and what's his rising? We don't know his rising. We don't have the time. God damn it. Okay. I know, well, I know. I mean, I well, honestly, though, I would sort of guess like he could even be an Aries rising. He's got a massive Aries stellium. He's got a bunch of stuff in Aries. <gasps> yes. He has his son conjunct his Venus conjunct his Mercury in Aries. So he actually is used to having money being seen. Sun conjunct Venus people. Like, it's funny because I'm like, I don't even know if I find him attractive. First of all, I bet you in real life, he actually is very attractive. And even if... Like objectively, it's like not attractive. People that go through life with sun conjunct Venus, their whole experience of life is Venusian. Like they're just attractive. Like they live life just being attractive. (laughs) I can see where this, like someone with an Aries stellium would be really appealing to Taylor Swift right now. Because if you listen to our last episode about her breakup from Joe Alwyn, he was really not comfortable with her success or her fame. And I think she was the alpha in that relationship and he was emasculated by her and her success. So he made her pretend to be the beta. Yep. She had to pretend she was a gardener instead of a flower in that relationship. I think that was wrong for her. I don't think it was fair to her. I think that anyone with a lot of Aries, especially an Aries son, comes across as being completely in control. They seem like someone who is an alpha and then when you start to scratch the surface, you realize, oh, my God, this person is a child, but <laughs> they seem like they have it all together. So, like, I think it's kind of like I saw this one tweet where someone was comparing her body language with Joe to her body language with Maddie. And send, it was send like link, send link love. So it, it was like while they were she was walking, holding hands with each one of them, the one with Joe, it's like he literally is like 
in front of her kind of trying to hide her in a way like he's like i'm the alpha i'm the alpha and you're just like who is that guy why is he standing in front of taylor swift and then the one of her holding hands with maddie healy he's got his hand like on the small of her back he's guiding her he's behind her being like look at this fucking princess that i'm walking and like that's what i I feel like that's the vibe that is the vibe the, the vibe he's giving her is like I'm in control. I know what fame is because my parents are famous. I will wrangle yeah. this fame beast for you and yep. let you shine. Like that's right. I'm so comfortable with this that yes. I'm going to make you even more comfortable with this. And I'm not taking it seriously. And like, I I'm, and I'll I'm even just, go on, come to, I'll even go on the Adam Friedland show and just say whatever I want to show you how safe it is to just, even if you get canceled, you're not canceled. We're rich people and we're famous. Who fucking cares? It's comedy. Right. Like this must be really, really refreshing for her. She's having the time of her life. This is the, it must be so refreshing, so much fun. You know what else I'm realizing too? You talk about like, he's talking about weird porn on the Friedland show. He's not watching abused woman porn, but he probably is watching. I have a famous mommy porn. Like the fact that she's like, (gasps) he would have to be, he's attracted. His idea of woman is famous woman. Yeah. So what she felt so like no man is ever going to be able to like find how famous I am attractive. He's like, will anyone be as famous as mommy? She's on loose lips. <laughs> Whatever. She's loose, on loose women. Mommy. Yeah. Loose mommy. Yeah. Like you got I, a loose I, mommy. You definitely want somebody that reminds you of your loose mommy. Yeah. As always, now that we're doing the astrology, I'm rooting for both of them. <laughs> you know, it is an, uh, it's a course in empathy. I'm telling you, we've got to be teaching it to the children. I think it could save the planet. Now yeah. let's look at their charts together real quick. Is that cool? Let's do a little reminder of Taylor, of Taylor's okay. chart. Beautiful. So, um, I can't remember what she is. So Taylor is, well, here, I'll look, we can do their charts together while we do that. So Taylor is a Sag son. Right, 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 right. Cancer moon. And we don't know anybody's rising. We don't know Taylor's rising. She likes to keep a few things private, girls. I I, I know. She's like, she's very. Girls like me, we hide our rising. For that reason, I think we talked about it last time. (laughs) I think she's a Scorpio rising. And the rumor is that she's either a Scorpio or a Capricorn rising. Certain people somewhere in the dark web could tell you. I'm I'm going with Scorpio rising personally. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, because reputation was so. Scorpio-esque. I loved reputation. Me too. I know. Unpopular. That was opinion, great. But okay. Yeah. So Cancer Moon, Sag Sun, and we think she's a Scorpio rising, but we don't mm-hmm. know. And she's from West Reading, Pennsylvania. She grew up on a Christmas tree farm. She was a Christian. She was. <laughs> I don't even know that what that accent was. I don't know like what like that was. Yeah, that it's was true uh, though. She was a Christian. That's, that's why I yeah. couldn't hack it on. But that she was. She went to like Christian like purity camp and shit. But well, so, so did you. Did you? <laughs> Mine was Catholic, which has a much better Different, aesthetic. Yeah, better aesthetic and much more intense. More suffering. Really, yeah. a lot cooler. Yeah. Honestly, iconic, iconic. Yeah. So anyway. I think this is a highly compatible pairing. I mean, all of that Aries in his chart really not only can handle, but, but is honor is in honor. Like all of that Aries, that Aries stellium wishes it could be as powerful as Sagittarius, the baby fire sign with so much energy with that baby fire sign is nothing compared to Sag, right? Then, you know, Taurus moon and cancer moon is very compatible. Taurus moon is like, Hey babe, we're safe. Like you're saying how you would comfort Nick is how he would comfort Taylor. Taylor's a cancer moon. She just wants to be comforted. She, and like, I feel like she 
has never really been with someone who can comfort her. I think that is true. And I think that people say about Kim too, it's like, and you know, they start to pick up traits of whoever they're with. First of all, everybody fucking does. Right. That's why couples start to look alike because they right. don't actually look alike. They start, to, they start to make the same faces as each other because they're right. marrying each other. It's what it is. It's beautiful. It's animal. Be- it's this animal instinct. Anyway, I feel like, like, I think she's had to be the like driver of the getaway car. Like she's been the dominant, like she is arguably like the most successful I mean, who's more successful than her just off the bat? Beyonce. Beyonce. That's literally it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yes. And she's married to Jay-Z. But who's the white Jay-Z? It's like, she's not going to, who? you know what I mean? She's not going to end up with Eminem. Or she's not going to end up, you know, Wait, like, I don't even who know is who the that white, would be. Who is know? the white Jay-Z? It would have to be like a. Scott a Storch? You know, like. No, like a white, like a. like Max a, Martin? I know there's no real like iconic white man musician that's respected that's under like 60. Carol King? But Carol King is a woman. Right, but like she's she's the closest thing I can think of. Like she did that much. She did Rock Nation levels of work. Right. Like, I mean, Justin Timberlake thinks he's that. Yeah, but but who is he producing? And he's not. He's not. It's not. White producers step up. I know there's no one good. I mean, but this is why I always, I mean, she should be with a billionaire, but if she's not, but she clearly doesn't want to, she wants to be with people who are in the business. Like she is. She, I actually think billionaire is the right idea, except that she doesn't need any money, but what she does need is someone who has been jerking off to their super famous mom mm-hmm. and who they think no one's ever going to be mommy. And then they're like, well, actually Taylor is better than mommy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like it. I think it works. I love what, it. Uh, what is his South node? His North node is Pisces. I know that the South node is the opposite, but what's the opposite of Pisces? What's your South node? Oh, fuck. I forget. Virgo. <laughs> oh, Virgo. Okay. Just the other earth. You're all earth. So South node and Virgo. So he probably is a good artist. He probably is very naturally talented and good at whatever he does, which she admires. Um, he actually is really as annoying as you may think he is living his life worth. He, he's comfortable. Taurus moon. He's comfortable enough to be able to Pisces North node, you know, troll it out. But why is he so unfunny? I think she might think he's funny. Like he's oh, not a comedian. Yeah, I don't think she has a sense of humor. All the shit that they're talking about. It's like, it's like stuff that Adam and Nick were saying. It's come town's greatest hits. I mean, it's right. literally it's any right. episode. So yeah, he's not funny. She's not funny. They're both not funny together. I do think, like I said, Aries is childish and like, I I don't think, do you think this relationship is built to last? I think it's exactly what she needs right now. I mean, ideally what she probably needs is to be single, but I mean, I'm not going to there, but for the grace of God, go I, I was never good at staying single between relationships either. I'm not going to cast judgment on that, but like, I I think this is what she needs right now, but do you think this is going to be built for the long haul. I think he's probably too annoying. And I think that at the end of the day, she is a businesswoman above all, like even more so than her song. Like, I mean, her songwriting talent, she channels it into business. Like her lead single off every album is like genetically modified to do good business. Like she loves business and I don't think he's good for business. So I think she's probably going to shake him loose after a little bit. Shake him off. Shake him off. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. What do the stars say? 
I think that this is going to be a whole lot of fun, especially while they're both on tour, per your point, because they can, it's all business. Like them showing up at each other's shows and turning this relationship into a part of the fanfare and the fanfic and giving us something to talk about. Like they are really just like cross promoting each other. And like that is part of it, right? They're, and I think being on tour is a perfect time because they're both on tour. Not only can they totally relate to what the other one is going through, but they don't actually have to spend any time together like in the mundane. Yes, that you know? is key. That is key. And that I think like, that this is a Taylor. This is a Hallmark. Taylor, Taylor. is old as time. Taylor yeah, is, is old as time. This is a Hall- Hallmark Taylor relationship. Like this is Absolutely. her and Calvin Harris 2.0. Like they hung out once in a blue moon, posted Instagram pictures of it every time. And they never saw each other's toothbrushes, you know, like I'm sure they hooked up. I'm sure they liked each other, but I don't like, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's business, but I, but, but like, she's going to realize he's bad for business. But see, I feel like the difference between this and Calvin Harris is that the Calvin Harris relationship was more, I think, I think it was more of like an intellectual decision that she made, like. Yeah, we hooked up. We like each other. Let's see. I think this is good for me to get into the Europe market. I think that I think that she and, and that's why I need to do some research. But I think that she and Maddie, like, I, I think it was like in 2014 in an interview after they were like spotted, like maybe like canoodling somewhere. He was like, would you ever someone was like, would you ever date Taylor Swift? And because he was a young man at that point, pre Saturn return, he said something like, no way. It would be so emasculating. That's him talking about mommy porn and his own mommy shit. OK, my opinion. Mm. But then he grew into his cojones. And so I think this has been like, talk about edgelord. I think he's been, I think Taylor and him have been edging since they met. There's been a longstanding flirtation. I think he he is obviously bad for business, which in Taylor voice is a whole nother album. And I think mm-hmm. she's actually been genuine. And I also think a lot of the Joe material in retrospect and a lot of what we're, the vibe that we're getting is like snooze fast there's like literally songs about how like we just do nothing together and it's all just kind of a, a laser day away and we do nothing and everything's simple and you love nothing about me and I love nothing about you it's like <laughs> I think she was living like a a true like I think it was corpse by the end like I think during COVID it was great because she actually wasn't gonna have to go be that famous everyone had to stay home I do think that they actually had a very romantic you know both pretending to like poetry more than they do red wine by the fire kind of thing And when it came down to like, okay, but now we're in real life again, they're a total mismatch. And I think she was like, I wish I could still sparkle, prove I'm sparkling, I'm prove I'm sparkling, I'm going on tour now. And I think Maddie is the opposite of Joe, where she's like, this is what I was wanting. I think she dreamed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Pete Davidson, Ariana Grande. This is the post-Mac Miller, Pete Davidson. I thought you into my life. I think Taylor's been thinking about this guy. And it's finally time. And, okay, I'm looking at their composite chart. North node conjunct the sun in Aquarius, moon and Jupiter in Gemini. I think this is not going to end badly. I think they could be collaborators for life. But I, I, I think it's really a genuine, romantic, fun, flirty friendship. If anything, I think um, they probably make really good music together. I mean, in the relationship, the... Mercury's at zero degrees Pisces. The, the Venus is in Pisces. So, and, and the Mars, the work ethic of the relationship is in Virgo. I bet they're actually wonderful collaborators. And I think they will be friends and make music and be cool. Like, and all be kind of flirty forevermore. I don't think this is her husband, but I do think they are having a romantic time right now. And she is so fucking relieved. 
I hope she's relieved. The the PR and journalism part of this dovetails with the astrology part as usual. They're here for a good time, not a long time. They have a mutual respect. Um, I do hope that this doesn't turn into a Taylor Swift trying to prove to us that she has a sense of humor era because <sighs> that would be truly like oh. Kim when she started dating Pete and started saying she was horny for cleaning and shit yeah. like yeah. that was a bad I mean everyone doesn't have to be everything everyone doesn't have to be funny Taylor you're successful you're hot you're tall you're skinny you're smart you're like you're good at music you don't need to be funny you don't need to be funny so like just Definitely when when this guy tries to Pisces North node you into trolling or doing something that attempts to be edgelordy or funny, please don't do it. Don't like, take the bait. I think she is getting the funny out by doing like dancing. But it's not funny. Um, well, I know, but like I think she, she funny. I think when she's like doing the Sims dance, you know, I think when she's doing her like this dance, she thinks I think she thinks she's really funny. When she's like, yeah, she, like, you know what? what, what there's that clip that goes around when she's like, nice. Like she thinks that's really funny. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I think she thinks the accents in the performance of the era store is pure comedy gold. Also, um, this <laughs> is her fourth or fifth British guy in a row. A, a Britishophile. Yeah. She's an Anglophile. Anglophile. Wow. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I wonder why. She's like, look, I, I just happen to prefer white people. <laughs> <laughs> They're the whitest white people. <laughs> I think Nordic people are the whitest white people, actually. In, okay. In, in terms of in terms of appearance, but maybe like soulfully, the Brits are the whitest. Yeah, I think so. I think they're the beginning of sort of like okay. white supremacy. I think Germany has a pretty good oh, claim yeah, to that true. as well. Germans are really supreme. Yeah, but. Anyway, yeah, she loves the Brits. I wonder if it's also another, like, a reverse Harry and Meghan where these British guys are like, you know, Taylor, I don't know who you are. Yeah, right. I'm British. I just get to be a normal girl. Yeah, I just wish Taylor would stop trying to be a normal girl. I think that's something about her that has always been something that keeps me from really fully buying into Swifty mania because I just want... I, I said this in our last episode, like, I just want her to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm the I, fucking best. I'm sort of awesome. Like, she's I'm not, the fucking best. She, I'm she's not a, this, a literally a, a, a talent from another time gracing us right, with her like, presence. She actually. doesn't need to be like, I'm this mousy librarian. Like, I, I right. it's just, I'm like, Taylor, you're world famous pop music icon. Like, Dated a guy who sees that and embraces it, which it seems like this guy does. No, like you literally like recorded yourself singing when you were nine and you made like an album and it worked. So like have all the confidence in the world, babe. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like this relationship where I think it's a real relief. Oh, this is interesting. At another point in the podcast, this is from The Independent. Healy complained that singer Harry Styles had been given a pass for queer baiting. The term relating to suggesting that individuals are teasing queerness for personal gain in the LGBTQ plus community. He said, I don't think the gays really like it. I think it's young girls who think it's a new thing and are like, oh, my God. I actually kind of agree with him. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't think that's controversial to say. I don't know what he said that's offensive yet. I'm sure it's racist, but I also think, <laughs> like that's what that podcast literally is. what it is. is. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It, we're not going to listen to it and be like, oh, this was a really respectful trail. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. I think this was great. I think um, we're bullish on Taylor and Maddie for as long as she needs it. And then after that, Taylor, drop him like a hot potato and find someone else who has less Aries. But also, please don't try comedy, Taylor. Many of you could just let Taylor know that she should come on our podcast instead yeah, of going on um, Adam Friedland show. This that would be the thing to do. If you're going to come on Space Trash. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Well, hell, I'm a coach and I will come on here if you want to be protected, safe and exposed as the funny racist woman you are. <laughs> please join the patreon patreon.com slash space trash podcast again you can hear my real thoughts on funny girl with leah michelle and both of our real thoughts about don't worry darling speaking of harry styles mm-hmm. and like that's our episode this week and i'm too scared to say it out loud on the real internet so that's why it's paywalled that's how spicy that episode is so patreon.com slash space trash podcast and otherwise we'll see you soon on the airwaves bye (laughs) space trash trash in space space trash lifestyles the rich and uranus space trash celebrities they're trash but the astrology can help us understand Transmission incoming. <laughs> a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.